This is The Wealth Puzzle with Michael Mansfield from The Lynn Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Michael provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is The Wealth Puzzle with Michael Mansfield. Hello and welcome everybody. Thanks for tuning in. This is Wealth Puzzle Radio. It's Mike Mansfield and Tony Shore. Uh, I am Mike Mansfield. I just said that, but I'll say it again. I'm the one of the owners of the Lynn Group here in Ventura, California. I'm a certified financial planner. I've got an MBA in individual financial planning. I'm an author of a couple retirement books. I'm just going to, Tony, I'm just going to sit here and, and tout how awesome I am today. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like you're just all, uh, going down the biography there. I got to, you know, I got to, I got to boost up my self-esteem here. Isn't the, the list, um, isn't the list shorter of things you haven't accomplished or done? <laughs> Yeah, maybe the, well, you know what I realized is I was listening to some of our old shows and it was funny in the old days, I always had this like same intro into the show of, Hey, this is Michael Mansfield, certified financial planner of the Lynn group. And here's what do 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 do. And I realized over the years, we've gotten further and further away from that, where a lot of times it's just, Hey, this is Mike and Tony. Thanks for tuning in. But I wanted to at least occasionally express that I do have some level of legitimacy (laughs) for doing this. that's probably a good idea, yeah. You know, some some street cred or something, I don't know. You're not just some guy who doesn't have any certifications. Some uh, schmuck. Just giving opinions. Uh, I'm not going to name names, uh, David. Uh, Okay, wait. Name them. Name them. No. (laughs) All right. Uh, But uh, no, no, we won't make fun of Dave today. (laughs) Um, just because he has no proper certifications uh, to give financial advice. Um, fair enough. Fair enough. enough. So what are we talking about today? Well, Tony, that's a good question, my friend. I thought we could talk about the great wealth transfer. Doesn't that sound exciting? Oh, wow. Wealth transfer. So look, you're going to have to explain. Yeah. You're going to have to explain what, what the great wealth transfer is. I assume that's when you start giving me a lot of the money you've got saved up. You're sending it to me personally. That's that's exactly what it is. Okay. It's, you you nailed it. Hardly. I don't have uh, quite as much. <laughs> so the way it looks is baby boomers, they've been saving their money. And you know what? To be fair, they got a little bit of it sometimes from mama and papa too. Some inheritances, things like that. But it's been accumulating. It's been growing. And they say that the baby boomers over the next 25 years, as they unfortunately start to age and pass away and things like that, that there's going to be this huge, the largest of all time wealth transfer from the baby boomers to whatever's after them, the the millennial monsters. What do we call them? Yeah. Millennials. uh, Gen X. I don't know. The millennials. Gen Gen X. Gen X. Whoever they are, obviously the beneficiaries and heirs of these baby boomers. But they're saying that over the next 25 years, there's the better part of $70 trillion that will be changing hands. Wow. As mama and papa age out and pass away, leave you their house. Now, the money is derived in a lot of different ways, Tony. It's real estate. It's investments. It's the gold coins buried in the backyard. Whatever it is, it's a lot of different things. Well, sure. But either way, I think I'm just going to sit back and wait. Sounds good to me. (laughs) Yeah. Give me mine. Sounds sounds great to me, although I don't think my parents have that much to pass on to me, you you know, besides 
I'm great waiting for my $75 inheritance. <laughs> yeah. Well, I want to say to all our listeners out there, uh, you know, not everyone out there has children or grandchildren they want to pass along their savings to or their legacy and their money. So if they, and, but yet they need a beneficiary to write in on all their accounts. Um, oh, I am offering up my name, <laughs> Anthony Thomas Shore. Uh, would, would you give your social too so they um, can get this correct? Well, if they, yeah, if they're interested, they can get my social from you. But I'm, I'm they here just, to they, offer. They can call the show. They can call the show if they would like to add Tony as a beneficiary <laughs> yeah. to their estate. Yeah, I'm offering that. I mean, I, I, I want to help out in any way I can. But that's what I love about this, Tony. This is real value. See, now we're providing value to the community. People that don't know what to do now know what to do. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I'm surprised there's this huge chunk. How much did you say? Trillions of dollars. Yeah, well, it's $68 trillion. Wow. Ooh, with a T, with a T. That's and, a lot of money. And are you trying to scare <clears throat> us by saying that money could fall into the hands of the millennials? Oh, my gosh. Don't say that out loud. That would be horrific. <laughs> it's a good thing. Well, we, they've got we, Mike. We finally, we finally surmised. I had a client in last week that said, you know, Mike, if you're going to be on AM radio, you're probably not reaching any 30 or 40-year-olds. <laughs> and so then I realized, true. well, I guess, I guess we can make fun of millennials because... They're not listening. <laughs> well, that's true. But you know, we, in defense uh, and in answer to that, sure, I mean, AM radio news talk is typically for 50 plus. But, however, mm -hmm. we are on podcasts. We're on Spotify, iTunes, and Google Play, where you hit the 25 to on up, right? Yeah. And, you know, it's funny. I've actually heard a lot of people now mentioning to me, that they like the podcast, they're listening to the podcast actively because they don't catch the Saturday show. So that's kind of cool. I was excited about that. Yeah, I know a lot of folks that do as well. And so uh, I think it's very helpful. You know, technology moves on. And uh, it's surprising, though, radio is still viable. I mean, we still get a lot of listeners and feedback from the radio show, of course. Well, you got a lot of people that commute that sit in their cars, you know, so the, the radio is a real thing still. Not everybody wants to pay the the 10 bucks a month for their um, serious radio. Right. Especially the 50 plus crowd, typically 55 plus, not all of them have the uh, satellite radio. So they're still listening. They want the local news and weather. I'll tell you what, if, if these people are sitting on $70 trillion, though, Tony, maybe they should step up to the satellite radio. <laughs> That's true. Good point. So, so what, what's, what's <laughs> happening? This great wealth transfer. What does this mean to you and I? Well, it's interesting because when you think about an inheritance, Tony, there's a, there's a lot of almost euphoria in a lot of ways, the excitement, the interest. Oh, man, you know, all will be well, perhaps, if I can get a few bucks to, you know, correct maybe what I haven't saved, what I haven't done, something like that. But there's also a lot of pitfalls with it. And the, the one thing that I wanted to focus on quite a bit today was the retirement account. So it's estimated that out of that bucket of money, approximately $10 million of it will come over in retirement accounts. Um, more typically, it's going to be an IRA account. And so there's some issues with that. Because, Tony, if I was to quiz you, if you took a dollar out of an IRA, how much of it is subject to taxation? Well, I would say uh, the typical standard 30%, All right? All of it. All of it. All of it. Well, yes. Yes, all of it. 
which, oh, which, which thank is you. perfect. Well, sorry, I, I thought you meant, uh, yeah, I always get that one wrong because I'm thinking about what percentage they're going to take. But that's yes. actually, that's why I like asking you that question because I've asked it to you a dozen times over the years and you always say the same thing. I know. <laughs> I know because I've always been told, you know, if you have $100,000 uh, in there, they're going to take 30% of all of it. Yeah, by the time yeah. it. Yeah, by the time it hits your pocket. But all of it is subject to taxation. Yes. And so this becomes a real issue for people who aren't up on the tax code, up on the tax rules. And it even starts in mom and dad's court. You know, the baby boomers court that has these assets is number one. When you own a retirement account, you need to make sure that you have the correct beneficiary designations on it. Because if you don't, number one, this money could become subject to probate, which is not a fun word. Probate means that the government just became one of your beneficiaries. Right. Yep. And then two, if you mistitle who the beneficiaries are, mistitle the some names and processes, which we'll talk about, you could create some undue taxes and tax issues. And so we want to be very efficient about this stuff. Yeah. And you have so, to be. Taxes uh, are the big part of any time you try to transfer wealth. Uh, the big hiccup or the roadblock is taxes. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So let's talk about the baby boomer first. You're still alive. You got 25 years to give this money to whoever you're giving it to. So let's think about some of the obvious action items when we talk about tax liability with your IRAs. Number one, number one, number one. Let's talk about transferring money around. You have to be careful with an IRA retirement account if you are transferring money around. This is including, you know, 401ks and things like that. When you move money around, you're playing with fire. So, I gosh, time flies, Tony, but it's probably been, oh, good golly, almost five years now that the IRS came out and said, hey, bro, you can't do indirect rollovers anymore to the great degree that you used to do them. Any idea what an indirect rollover is, Tony? An indirect rollover is where the money from one account, they cut a check to you personally. And then mm -hmm. you have to deposit that check in a qualified account within a certain amount of time. Is that right? Spot on. So they give you the money. It's a taxable distribution to you. You take the money. And you're like, you, woohoo, look at this huge check. Oh, man, we're going to show my friends downtown. This is going to be awesome. And, <laughs> and then you have 60 days to reinvest it inside of an IRA retirement account. If you do it within the 60 days... Technically, that counts as a rollover, an indirect rollover, and it, it, it gets the benefit of tax deferral and non-taxation for the transfer. Now, what happened, though, was a handful of years ago is some guy got dinged. Ah, you know, he got some letter in the mail saying, hey, you did too many of these indirect rollovers. You're not allowed to do that. So what you did was a taxable event. Now, this guy, whoever this guy was, we should look up his name so we can talk about him specifically someday. Be like, you, why'd you do this? So they decided to sue the IRS. Oh, wow. And let me tell you, when you get your letter in the mail that the IRS said you've been naughty, pay some taxes, just pay it. You know, unless it's blatantly screwed up, you just kind of pay it. The, the, the last monkey you want on your back is the one that starts with IRS. Yeah, so, true. Anyways, so he decides to sue the IRS and says, no, 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 no. I'm smarter than you and I'm better than you and therefore following the rules, I shouldn't have had taxation on this indirect rollover. So the IRS, what do they do? 
they evaluate the tax law. They look at the the publications that, you know, 590Bs and these things where they talk about distributions from retirement accounts. And they said, you know what? Let us add some additional clarity to these rules then because this guy wants to hassle us back. And what they came up with is if you do indirect rollovers, you can do one inside of a 365-day period. Um, what does that mean? Does that mean yearly? Does that mean if you did this in November, you could turn around in January and do a new one? Eh, 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 eh. It's 365 days from the last time you did it. So it starts a new clock of those days. And so over the years, I've seen a lot of ways that people try to deal with indirect rollovers. Maybe they need some short-term cash to deal with, um, you know, transacting a piece of real estate, knowing they're going to get the money from selling their own house and they'll get it back in the account. It's all going to be okay. But you can only do one distribution. So if you took out a thousand bucks and you had every intention of putting that thousand bucks in within 60 days, and then you took out another thousand bucks, those two distributions, only one of them would count in that 60 day rule. So point being is, is I'm probably talking in circles, Tony, because you're starting to glaze over. Yeah. But that's okay. The point of this well, conversation wait, is. I'm sorry. I dozed off there for a moment. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> The point of the conversation is pretty simple. If you can avoid it, never, ever, 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 ever do an indirect rollover. Yeah. There you go. There's Mike Mansfield's opinion on this stuff. Just don't even mess with too them risky. if you can avoid it. Yeah, too risky. It's just too risky. There's too much drama. There's too much, what happened? Let's, uh, let's really evaluate your tax return and see if we should hassle you more. Look, we just don't want any of that stuff. So tread lightly. The best way to do rollovers or transfers is what's called a direct custodial transfer. That means when you take money out of a retirement account, the check or the transfer is cut directly to the new institution. So if you took money out of your Fidelity IRA and you're going to put it into your Schwab IRA, the company can mail you a check. That's okay if, it, if the check passes through your hand, but that check better be made out to Schwab IRA instead of Joe Schmo. Yeah. And so we want to tread lightly with transfers. Make sense? Yep. Yep, uh, that you makes sure, sense. Sure, Tony, so you, you want to do a you want to oh. do a, a direct company to company transfer. Yeah, you, you want to do direct, not indirect, and that's where the money goes directly from company to company. And even if you had to see the check come through your mailbox to give it to the new company, that check better be made out to the new company, not to you as an individual. So once again, if you have questions about transferring money around in your retirement accounts, you want to tread lightly with this stuff. I focus on it. I study it. I review it. I do it all the time. Give me a call. 805-500-7035. We can certainly talk you through the process of doing proper transfers. But hey, let's take a break, Tony. We need to take a break. Yeah. See, we, look at, we, you normally do that to me. I'm doing it to you. I, I was Tony, waiting for you to stop take talking break. long enough. Oh my gosh. How dare you? How dare you? How dare you? All right. I'm just razzing you, Michael, but uh, an important topic. <laughs> I have some more questions for you after the break about yeah. all this money that's going to be transferring. Uh, and I'm just, a lot of us are out here going, wait, do I get any of that? So listeners, <laughs> stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Mr. Michael Mansfield right after this. Do you feel like you need help navigating your retirement? Retirement can be scary, but it doesn't have to be. With our Retirement Income Toolkit, you can get the information you need to help secure your retirement. This toolkit provides valuable information 
on income planning, asset allocation, tax planning, legacy planning, and more. Receive your retirement toolkit from The Lynn Group by visiting thelyngroup.com or calling us at 805-500-7035. And welcome back to The Wealth Puzzle. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and our host, Mike Mansfield from The Lynn Group, L-Y-N-D, Lind Group, is here. And Michael, great show so far, talking about the great wealth transfer. So now, if the people have a or worked with a financial advisor, a fiduciary like yourself, who's uh, skilled and educated in uh, how to set up these funds so you don't leave your loved ones uh, with a, a big tax nightmare, so you actually have strategies to leave money tax-free. There are Roth IRAs, there are insurance options to pass money along. So there are options out there to avoid that big tax consequence, right? Right, absolutely. And that's what we've been talking about today is we've really focused the conversation on these retirement accounts that are going to be transferring over. Everything, Tony, has its own tax rules depending on real estate and after-tax accounts and things of that nature and how mom and dad have set things up. But to me, there's a lot of sticky issues associated with the pre-tax retirement accounts, the IRAs, 401k type money. We just talked about when mom and dad still have the money transferring it around, being efficient with indirect and direct rollovers and transfers. That's a very cautionary tale I want to put out for everybody. Part two then is listing the proper beneficiaries. You know, when you list a beneficiary, you got to be careful. If you just write in the estate is my beneficiary, do you know what that means, Tony? What's that mean? It means it's all going to probate. Yeah. Good job, the genius. Yeah. That was about the, the silliest thing you could have done. Yeah. The other thing that is a common misconception is people will write on on their IRA retirement account. They'll just write in the name of their trust because, well, my kids are all listed in there and everybody can have their stuff. Well, there's some hiccups associated with that too more often than not. And this is a general comment because if there's subtle rules, if you had a special needs child or something like that, then there are some strategies of using a trust as a beneficiary. But in a normal sense, if you just list your normal revocable trust so that your kids avoid probate on your house and stuff like that, the problem is, is a trust is an entity. It is not a living thing. It does not have a life expectancy. Well, your kids do have a life expectancy. And one of the things you have to realize is, is when you pass away, and you leave your IRA to a loved one, they actually have to start taking their own required minimum distributions. Now, they get to take them hopefully off of their younger age, their own life expectancy. We call this a stretch IRA or a multi-generational IRA. I think it is a powerful tool when doing long-term planning because the kids can take advantage of compounding interest inside of a tax-deferred account. The distribution rates are smaller because they're based on their own younger ages and things of that nature. But if you list a trust as your beneficiary, more often than not, your children, your loved ones cannot take advantage of that stretch IRA planning. Mm. Now that might be confusing to everybody because it is. Give me a call. 805-500-7035. If you're thinking about leaving an IRA to your children and you have any reasonable amount of money in that IRA, you should be thinking about doing what's called a stretch IRA analysis on that investment to understand how the benefit of your children taking RMDs, mandatory distributions off of their own age, can really significantly benefit the long-term plan of that account. Wow. Was that a mouthful, Tony? Yeah. No, Ooh. but it makes it makes Jeez. perfect sense. You, the beneficiary designations are huge, very important. 
And like you said, I think this is a good direction to head in with the conversation. How do we avoid probate? How do you how do you make sure that your loved ones get your legacy and it doesn't end up going right. to attorneys and courts, right? Yeah. Yeah. So step one is just proper titling of the people that you want on this stuff. That's step one. And also auditing it on occasion to make sure the information's correct. You know, I had a gal come in last year and I said, Hey, do you know who your beneficiary is? She had a Fidelity IRA account. She's like, I totally know. And I said, well, we should check. And she actually was a little like, I don't want to check. I already know. We checked. Guess what, Tony? She herself was listed as the primary (laughs) beneficiary on her account. On her own account. She is the first person I have ever met that has taken it with her. (laughs) She is. You know, (laughs) so as much as we think we know exactly what something says, you know, did it get properly recorded on your account? We need to confirm that stuff. But anyways, beneficiaries are huge. There's another subtle thing that most people don't realize with beneficiary designations when you're trying to leave all your money to your kiddos is there's something called per capita and per stirpes. Number one, who makes up all these weird words? That's maybe goal one. Mm -hmm. But I write about this actually in one of my books, my first book, The Wealth Puzzle. I talk a lot about beneficiary designations. But most beneficiary designations, when you list kid number one and kid number two, 50-50 as your beneficiaries, that the standard default is what's called per capita. What that means is if one of your kids dies, the other kid that was listed as a beneficiary gets everything. But Tony, what if the kid that died had their own child? Wouldn't that be someone's grandbaby? Yeah. Wouldn't you want that person to get some of it or their dad's share? Possibly, right? You know, right. so it's worth a consideration. Yeah. So what happens is oftentimes when we use that per capita beneficiary designation, we could potentially accidentally disinherit our loved ones, our grandbabies possibly. And so there's another subtle designation that most people don't use. They don't know about. They're not aware of. It's called persterpes. What that is, is a bloodline distribution. Meaning if you had those two kids again, 50-50 is your beneficiaries and one goes bye-bye and they had a kid, their own, your grandbaby, their 50% would go down the bloodline to the grandbaby. Wow. That is an important consideration when doing planning. Yeah. Is are we accidentally disinheriting our loved ones? So it's something to think about. I think that those are some very subtle, very important pieces of the puzzle to make sure that your wishes are all laid out. Because let's be fair, more often than not, what I see is people come in, I check their beneficiary designations, and you know what? They're all screwed up. They're not filled in. And it's because everybody has the same attitude. It's like, I don't know, list my spouse, and we'll fill everything out later. We'll get to it later as we worry about it more. Yep. That's what my wife and I did when we first did all this. And so it's like, Uh, That's why it's great to work with somebody like yourself, because I know one of the first things you do when you sit down with people is look at all their financial documents and make sure everything's in order, right? Oh, yeah. Beneficiary review is a big piece of my retirement planning process to make sure that we understand what could potentially happen to all of these accounts and investments that people own. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's huge. So we've talked about the importance of taxes, the importance of Mm -hmm. beneficiary designations, and avoiding probate court. You don't want your legacy if you've saved up money and you're going to have some left and you've been smart about it. Right. So you're passing along an IRA or some money to your children or grandchildren uh, or to help with college or to your even a local church or a favorite charity. Uh, These -hmm. are important things and you want to make sure it's handled okay. You don't want to leave them a burden that's going to tie them up in courts for 
three years, right? Absolutely. Especially if there's the possibility of any contention among your loved ones. If I've learned anything, Tony, money makes people crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it does. As, as much as you think, oh, but my seven kids all love each other and they're wonderful and happy. They would never fight. Let me tell you what. There's going to be a problem. If there's you a million dollar sure that, inheritance on the line, uh, yeah, that changes no, people look, real quick, doesn't it? Uh, you know, call me if you, whoever's listening, call me if you want to hear horror stories. I can share real world horror stories of how money makes kids crazy. Now, to that point, that's why you want everything properly buttoned up. I mean, it's huge. Yeah. So any celebrities out there that happen to hear this show uh, or anyone with any type of wealth amassed, obviously you need somebody to get your, help you get your legacy planned out. Well, and Michael, right. you've helped so right. many people do that. No, it's true. Right? And, I, and I appreciate those words, Tony. Sure. Because a lot of what we do is when you meet with a financial planner, when you meet with someone that will help you through retirement plan, oftentimes you think that it's all about investment management. To be fair, that's because of the stigma of what's happened to so many people over the years is you go to the first meeting with some stranger in a financial meeting and they spend a lot of time just trying to sell you something. We don't do that at the Lynn Group. Yes, we have investments. Yes, we manage our clients' assets. Yes, we have things that we have to sell. But it takes us a lot of time of meeting with you and talking with you to develop a proper retirement income plan to see where the issues are, to see what the issues exist are. What's your tax liability? What's your cash flow? How do we maximize social security? All of these things. And through that process, we figure out what becomes an appropriate type of investment vehicle for you. But there's so much to talk about. I mean, one of the things I wanted to talk about today was just the proper estate documents and how to organize some of those so you don't screw up your kids once again. But we're out of time, so we're going to have to save that one. I'll save that till next week. We'll touch on it in the beginning of our show. But um, this is important. You need to have your ducks in a row. Very recently, we had a client, 61 years old, I met with him on a, on a Friday evening and Monday morning, he had a major heart attack. He was unconscious for a couple of weeks. He woke up and right now he is cognitively not home. Even though his body's alive, he's, he's just not there. And, and we're not sure what the recovery process is going to be like for him. But the point is life happens. Uncertainty happens. Yeah. Things happen. You need to make sure that these things are organized in your life before you have a problem. And there's no guarantees. So you got to get this stuff buttoned up. So give me a call. 805-500-7035. 805-500-7035. Um, visit our main website, thelindgroup.com. Remember, we're located right here in the middle of Ventura. We're on Victoria, right across from the government center. And I hope everybody has a good weekend. If you're listening to our podcast, we appreciate you subscribing. And we'll be back next week. Thank you for listening to The Wealth Puzzle. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Michael Mansfield at The Lind Group. Call 805-500-7035 or visit them online at thelindgroup.com.
All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by the Lynn Group Advisors LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of California. Insurance products and services are offered through the Lynn Group LLC. The Lynn Group LLC and the Lynn Group Advisors LLC are not affiliated companies. Lynn Group LLC, the Lynn Group Advisors LLC, and Michael Mansfield are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.